D&D. Fitness Pro Mentor community, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fitness Pro Mentor show. Mine's on Muscle Show. Pardon me, got excited. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about our favorite social media post ideas, because truthfully, social media landscape, really important. We're going to talk about things that we like doing and it's been working well for our business and the things that we think you should be doing that can help you out. But first, my wonderful co-host, Mr. Glenn Owen. Glenn, how are you doing today, sir? Pretty good, man. How are you? What's going on? I'm good. You know, same old, man. Registered the kid for soccer last night, so... Got lots of, yeah, going to get Mr. Maxwell into soccer, get his energy out. Beautiful. I bet that was Katie's, Katie's idea. With both of ours, because, okay. I mean, soccer around here and where we live, there's a lot of soccer fields really close there to are. us. So it's easier to get into that versus hockey or another sport. Yeah. You can't really get into volleyball easily yeah. either. Gosh. There's nowhere to go. So soccer's easy, low-hanging sport fruit. Yeah, and, like, see, some sports are wicked expensive. Yeah, That's I'd love for him to try hockey, but like you said, with your fingers, like, it's... Oh, my gosh. Like, even you go to play it against sports and get, like, your base equipment, you're still looking like $500. Just to test the it. shoot. Yeah, just, just to see, put your toe in the water. Yeah. yeah it's rough. Man. It's crazy, man. You? What about me? You got a wedding coming up. Oh, yes. Yeah, things are going great for the wedding. The wife is doing a lot of the planning. I'm trying to support her best that we can. Thankfully, we have a lot of, like, help from family and friends. So it's going great. Yeah, I can't complain. I love it. I love it. Hey, everybody, listen. Social media posts. If you've been around for a little while, as you know, as a personal trainer and through the Fitness Pro Mentor community, we've talked a lot about social media, sales copy, and a variety of different topics as it relates to social media presence. 2023, the Facebook, Instagram landscape to get attention, it is a lot harder to get attention. And in previous episodes, if you're like, hey, why are you just brushing over this stuff? We've talked about consistency amongst posts. We've talked about the importance of the copy you use, the importance of the types of images that you use. But today we're going to talk about our personal favorite posts because truthfully, there are some things that just work really well for us. And I'm actually going to talk about maybe outside of the fitness landscape. So I've been doing some stuff with drum stuff and I'd love to talk about that as well too. Um, but yeah, what do you, where should we start? Uh, I think we should start... Um Contextually, what, how do we think about it when we're going to post? And I think uh, it would be great for you to lead in maybe with the storytelling bit. And that'd be the best. I think the, the best place to start with this, if you're going to create a compelling piece of social media, is that the posts you make and all of the other posts need to tell a story. There needs to be a bit of freight train of locomotion from one post to another to another. The underarching theme is there needs to be consistency within your messaging. But truthfully, stories, I mean, the story of the Avengers, the story of Luke Skywalker, the story of Brandon and Glenn and Strata Internal Performance, everyone has a story. There is an emotional stressor or something that perturbs the hero and or protagonist. And then it blends into this antagonistic problem, this pain, this issue that disrupts their flow, right? Luke Skywalker's on a mission and Darth Vader and da-da-da. We all know how that story goes. Your post needs to tell a story. And truthfully, if you, here's a really nerdy example, big Marvel movie nerd. I worked in a comic book store as my very first job. I first started making money by painting war miniatures and I would get paid cash and or even other war miniatures, Warhammer 40K, if you're a giant nerd, you'll know. But I started doing that when I was 12 and 13 before I could get paid legally in Canada. Leading into that, Marvel Comics was a big part of my life. And Marvel Comics and a lot of other comics tell really, really great visual stories. Then you get to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And if you've been paying attention, if you're a nerd like that, you'll see all these movies. There are so many movies out, like maybe 30 or 40 movies. And they're all in sequence kind of line up. Every movie bridges off to another movie and another story. While other cinematic universes like the DC universe with Superman and Batman, you can tell I'm a big nerd here, right? None of those movies really connect together very well. The cohesiveness is, is not there. So if you think about these companies like Apple, 
and the cohesiveness of their product line. Marvel Comics and now their movies and comic books all come together. There's something really beautiful there. And this is kind of what we want to talk about today is that no matter what type of post you do and what type of messaging you have, it all needs to sort of say the same thing because you don't want to confuse your consumers, your current customers, and definitely don't want to confuse potential cold level prospects. Yeah, 100% agree. And I think there's something very beautiful about being able to tell a story and hit all those beats that are that are in the story format in something that's five seconds, in something that's 10 seconds, in something that's 15, 30 seconds. Because yeah. if you can do that really beautifully, I think social media and creating Instagram Reels, for example, is a really good way to practice that skill. If you can do that in your social media Instagram, it will translate over to your ability to coach and work with your clients as oh, you yeah. tell more stories and educate them. Because a large part of the way we work with our clients is, as well is educating, educating, educating. So if you can tell quick stories and get very good at that, the education becomes really, really impactful and the value of your one-to-one -one session comes up as well. Now, I know we're not here talking about one-to-one -one personal training uh, education in sessions, but it's just to say that the storytelling piece is one of the cornerstones of marketing. So if you can't tell stories very well and have people feel things or communicate your message through the medium of storytelling, you're gonna have a harder time building your business. So the sooner that you get better and better at storytelling and understanding how to do that in shorter and shorter timeframes, the better off you're going to be. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that. And we're gonna go over a whole bunch of different, uh, different story formats today and different ways we would do social media content and do posts in this podcast. So one of my favorite things I will always come back to is when I was getting into all of the marketing stuff that you've seen for Fitness Pro Mentors and more importantly, Strata, there's one thing that I knew is that at the very beginning, I wasn't very good at telling my client's story. Like when I was, I was teaching RTS and other exercise science-based programs, I was pretty good at telling those stories because I was a personal trainer. I was a struggling kid who didn't know very much, didn't know how to work with people, didn't know how to make money. And I could relate to that story because I was that guy. But when people were looking at my website, the website initially and the social media posts were all stories of this guy, me, the personal trainer, the nerdy things that I valued emotionally and also just preferred. But that's not what clients liked. I knew that there was something more powerful than me. And truthfully, it is the actual story from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Your clients and the people that you have in your world are always going to be the best narrators of the stories that they have. I can sit up here and tell you I was working with a guy. He was 87 years old. He just had a liver transplant, which was crazy. We did some rehabilitation exercise with him. And after six months after his liver transplant, being stuck in a wheelchair and not being able to move, he can walk around and he felt better and he wasn't afraid to go to the library with his wife. Right? That's a very cool story. Very powerful. You might even relate to that and know someone that could relate to that. But if I actually had 87-year-old guy up here and he said in his old quivering voice with his obvious older frame and the clothes he wore and the way he spoke, that would resonate way more to someone like that client. When a client gives a testimonial, you'll notice if you look at our website, and any testimonial, we got like seven testimonials on the front of our website and we got like a bunch more on our YouTube that aren't even on the website and they all need to be there truthfully. But everyone tells the same story, right? This is the magic of it, right? It, it is the same story, the story of they had a problem. They tried everything. They didn't know where to go. They came here. There was a professional that figured out their problem quickly, figured out a solution, and that solution was a long-term solution using exercise and now they can do things they're not afraid of anymore. It's the same story. 
but they tell it in their words. And so one of our clients, Jen, does a testimonial, and women like her, like she works with Glenn, women like her see that testimonial and go, oh, people like her, people like me go to places like this. They see 87-year-old man, liver transplant, maybe they have a transplant, they had a surgery, they relate to that. And so for social media posts, my favorite type of post, if I only was going to do one thing, would be client testimonials, clients talking, and not only just clients talking, but client stories. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite. And it's easy because you don't have to say anything. They do all the work for you. <laughs> you just got to edit it okay. <laughs> now, here's the thing is that you, you might have only have XYZ amount of clients. Not all of them are going to want to get on camera. And truthfully, if you look at the quality of the client testimonials that we have on the Strata page, those aren't things that take a few minutes to do, right? We, we have a long, it's not that it's a long, tedious setup, but we have the person come in, we sit down and we talk to them for half an hour, and then Brandon comes and takes pictures while I work with the client for the session, and then Brandon will edit some testimonials, I'll edit some testimonials, and it, is, it does take some time, and it yields an amazing product result, but you can't really do that with all your clients. I just want to say, though, that the way we do it now has been from trial and error, mm. and I'm a little, at this point, with the quality we've created with our business, a little OCD about maintaining the quality because I, my goal with this is not to have a high-quality piece of content. That is important, but it's not the main thing. The thing is I want my content that we have on the website to be future-proof. How can I make something that's so sharp and clean that we can still use it five or 10 years from now? And I might still be embarrassed by it, but it'll still hold up the test of time. So it takes a bit more time. The reason why I interrupted you, because I, I want you to keep going with that point, is these things nowadays, right? You can get a phone, like this is the iPhone 13 and the 14's out. So you can get this really cheap. The cinematic video mode on this is ridiculous. It looks a lot like some pro cameras and you get it cheap and I'm sure the 15's gonna be out in a couple months. So this is gonna be even cheaper. So these phones and their camera quality is ridiculous and is very comparable to expensive DSLRs and it can be your phone. So if you get a decent microphone and so on and so forth, you can really do some really nice looking stuff without the giant setup. Just wanna make sure I say that. It can be easier. Perfect. So we have some of these testimonials pinned to our Instagram page. The Gen 1 is the most recent one. There's some of your clients as well. And they look great. They look fantastic. Now, there's other ways to take this same concept of the client testimonial and maybe do a shorter version of it that's only even up to 15 seconds, maybe even 10 seconds. And so this is one of my favorite post formats. And you'll see this a lot if you go to the Strata Internal Performance Instagram page, all three of those words shoved together, which is we will record our clients working out. And it's something that we, we make a habit of recording. I will take videos of my clients like session one, session five, session 15, session 20, and we've got them doing a variety of different things on camera. And it's a bit more of a longer play, and as long as your client's comfortable with you recording them, it's a wonderful thing. But as you and I both know, and Brandon will attest to this as well, your clients will make some amazing progress in six weeks if they've never done any exercise before in their entire life or they're very out of shape. Just the emphasis of like moving and visiting positions are getting stronger in ways they haven't done in some time will have them feel really amazing. And you'll see that their movement improves tremendously. And I'm not saying it's idiot proof or anything like that, but people go from not moving to just moving a little bit twice a week, see tremendous results almost across the board. And with amazing professionals like you, it happens even quicker. And so what I will do and what we'll do here is we will take this real format and we might have two or three clips and we'll post them in a row one, when they start things, uh, doing exercises that are very, very simple on machines, things that maybe don't look that impressive, but then we'll, uh, over time, over those three clips, show them doing things that are more and more impressive. So to give you an example, 
I trained my mother-in-law. And my mother-in-law, she doesn't want to be filmed, and that's, uh, you know, facially, which is fine. But I have a video of her doing really easy things, like just doing some arm exercise or doing some easy leg extension, because that's what she could handle to begin with. Four months down the line, she can now deadlift off the floor. I think Brad might be pulling it up. We'll see. I'm going to pull it up. She might be deadlifting off the floor now, 100 pounds. And so for people who have had back pain and discomfort, which is what she came in for, to go from only being able to do leg extensions and leg curls to now feeling comfortable pulling stuff off the floor, that is a pretty impressive story in and of itself. So clip one, I think might be, I think the one you might pull up might be her doing an arm movement. And clip two will actually then be her deadlifting, pulling stuff off the floor. And clip one is, I think the context with it is, do the things that are really easy that, um, I forget, Brandon will pull it up. It's hard, it's, I'm, I, I wanna give the exact specifics, but the story is that we're showing people when you start, you might not be able to do much, even if, and you might have some pain and discomfort, but over time, if you put the effort in, you can do some impressive things. So this was great, back and neck pain too, moving and exercising pain-free, doing more and more complicated exercises, right? So it starts here, uh, and please watch this on YouTube uh, later on. It starts with her just doing some really easy, can we play it one more time? Doing do some really easy trunk crunching stuff, which is what she could do to begin with. And then the next clip of her afterwards is doing some easy side bending stuff, but now in a standing, and now using the hip and Mac more until doing deadlifts. And so it tells the story of this person started with back pain and discomfort, and now they can do things like lift stuff off the floor. Because what do people with back pain and discomfort avoid like no other? They avoid pulling heavy things off the floor. Yep. And so this tells a really easy, quick story in under 15 seconds about someone who had back pain, could do minimal stuff, and now can lift stuff off the floor with no problem. And you can do this with any number of different clients doing any number of different things. If you have someone with shoulder pain, it might look like them doing like an easy bicep curl to begin with. And then that might go to them doing an overhead press. Because those tell the story of someone who can't really use their arm and shoulder much and we're protecting it to now doing the stuff that they want to. And it's my really favorite easy story format to do because as long as I'm taking clips of my clients over time, I can do that with pretty much everyone. Let me, uh, yeah, 100%, Glenn, and you nailed those posts. I will say this, and I understand that clients, client anonymity is important. Um, you'll notice in this one that Glenn did this little montage. There's a lot of people's faces in it. Uh, being able to see people's faces and emotions does help the algorithm as much as it can. You can't get past someone's preferences. But the reason why I say that is that this image with the, the first image is a smiling, there's a smiling family in there. This is really, really, really great. I want to double back to the testimonial. You won't be able to hear this, but this is the social media post I made, I made of uh, Taylor's or um, Glenn's client, Jen. And you can see I got lots of smiling faces. She tells her story. She's a very engaging, well-spoken individual, but we've got everything from her smiling. And then you'll see just in a quick moment um, outside of her talking, you're going to see some clips of her exercising with Glenn. And I like it because you get the storytelling component, but lateral to the storytelling component, you actually see the work, right? You see, oh, when she's talking about feeling better, they're actually using that exercise machine, the leg extension machine. I've used that before. Wait, that didn't make me feel good. Why is it making her feel good? And I love that juxtaposition. I really think it's powerful because from an outsider's view, looking at Glenn doing one of these exercises with a client, with love and respect, it doesn't look special. The story is what makes it special. The story is what makes it that familiar thing did something for her that it didn't do for me. 
Then you add these isometric exercises that Glenn does with his hands, and now you're like, wait a second, what's he doing? And you get this weird schism between it looks like rehab, but he's also exercising, and she feels better, and you don't get that anywhere else. And that's why I love these, is every one of these, if I actually go to the, to the Cala one, um, this is an older one, so that's why it's a square format. This is one of my clients. Uh, working with her, and I used to work with her husband. He's re- he's passed, and with uh, a year and a half ago. But same thing. She's like, we didn't know what to do. My husband had a heart condition, and she starts talking. We do some rehab, isometric looking things, and then we do regular exercise. Another important part with this one that I will say, she culturally, her group of people that she ha- associates with don't typically like resistance exercise. She's told me as such that her and her friends are like, why are you, her friends are like, well, why do you even go to the gym? And since coming here, her entire community um, from the, uh, I believe, I want to say temple, I'm not, wherever she goes for her religious activities, tons of people come in here now because they're seeing Kala and they saw her husband, Manny, making such incredible changes. So kind of just double stacking on top of Glenn's point. Um, Yeah, I'll show you one more thing here that I really love as far as getting engagement. And it doesn't, this will not bring you business, I will say this, but professional creative photos of people exercising is great. I love this one of Lucy because truthfully, it's got some artistic qualities to it. It's engaging, but also Lucy, she's a trainer here. In this photo, she doesn't look like a trainer here, right? If someone didn't know, she could be a client here and or a trainer because just she's middle-aged demographic, she could be someone that comes here. And this is just perfect because it just helps to exemplify our Gene 65 demographic. So, I mean, let's keep this on here for a second. Yeah. One of the, so while we're going on about the story format here, I mean, at the end of the day, it hasn't been clear. What we're really trying to do is showcase that people like me go to places like this. And all of our posts that you'll see up here either have to do with people who are moving, exercising, pain-free, and us telling the story of where they were to how they are now or it shows the uniqueness of what we do. And I would say is another one of our favorite kind of posts. If we go to, um, you did one with a guy with doing shoulder abduction that helped his pain and discomfort. I don't know uh, where that one might be, but there, if we're trying to, oh, that might be going here, right there, see that one right there? Right, off of these customs. So this is one that I did for one of my clients. And this one really helped the shoulder and neck pain. Now it looks really bizarre and weird because this is not an exercise you see anyone do at any other gym. And one of the reasons why this works for us, it tells the story of that we do things different. We do unique exercises for people to help them move and exercise pain-free. Same thing here, right? Golf prep with posture. We're doing some different things. Brandon's got some technical, some technical, but easy to understand golf nomenclature over there and talks about who it's for. It's golf fitness, right? Um, I'm a big fan of peppering in story with a little bit of high-end knowledge but the peppering in of the high-end knowledge is like literally a couple words like when i I, what i write here shorten position lengthen position like as much as those are probably very simple words for anyone that's listening to this for anyone that's not a a science nerd they'll see this and go shorten position lengthen position well those look almost the same to me but why is he doing two different exercises and it starts to open up the conversation nerds like you and i and glenn we will see the purpose of doing these back-to-back exercises right it makes sense but it looks totally brand new and different for clients who are learning how to golf. Yeah, and I think the trick is with that kind of stuff, just a small little thing is, you don't want to give people, um, uh, if, if what Brent's talking about is like, there's a small, very small knowledge gap between what Brandon is showing there and perhaps what the person might understand about exercise. And if it's, if it's just small enough of a gap that gets people more curious, they'll take the step to venture f- forward and, and move into watching more posts 
or looking at our website or doing more research, which is what we want. If the knowledge gap is too much, you start using too many buzzwords, you will lose people, right? Most, for the most part, you don't want to be having people feel like they're lost after looking and reading your stuff. If anything, you want to have them feel a little bit smarter, have them feel a little bit more curious. Now, I like this one here. Actually, Brandon, you brought it up. I'll, yeah, I'll let you, I got, I got two it. different types of post types I, I want to talk about quick because this is easy. And both of these are, I would say, run and gun posts. Um, this, one, this one got 222 likes and it was on our seventh anniversary. And I was working out and Glenn, Ta Glenn, Chris and Eric were all working. And you can see all I did was I videoed Chris and I tried to do two shots. I did two shots of Chris doing the same exercise or same looking exercise with a client. So you kind of get the dynamics of the gym of him working with someone. Then I got two of the same thing with Glenn with a client doing the same exercise. It kind of tells a small story. You can see kind of the setup. And then I did something similar where I creeped Eric from across the room. And you just get a sense that there's things happening in here. And there's lots of different things, right? One is a more rehab exercise, much more controlled. Um, but it gets a little branding in there and it's fun. And if you look, all these people are roughly the same age and demographic. They're all people who are over the age of 50. They all clearly want to get stronger and feel better. And we're all doing different stuff with them. And a lot of these are exercises that you won't see at any other gyms. The, um, I know the LA Fitness around us doesn't have that dorsiflexion machine. I know that most gyms aren't going to have therapeutic tables right out yep. there. Uh, most gyms don't have a hip flexion machine like that. So it also shows the uniqueness of of the gym as well. Do you have anything else in the strategy you want? Because I want to show something on the drum thing. Yeah, there's one other thing I want, to, I want to go back to. So if we scroll back up to that post with the exercises for everyone that Brandon showed before, um, the one where there's a lot of rapid clips. Uh, there, we got that one, yeah. So one of the best things that I can suggest to you um, is if you're scrolling through Instagram and you see posts that you like the format and the way it's done, oftentimes what you'll notice is that you can actually click something that says template, use this as a template. And what it'll do is if that post and that editing was done inside of Instagram in the, using the Reels function, you can actually then just go and insert your own clips into that Reel and it takes all a lot of the editing out for you. So all I did with that post, because I have a plethora of images of my clients exercising training on my phone, is I essentially took that same audio, the same um, edits that this person had, I really just clicked, I said I want to add these 10 photos in here and then I clicked post. So that took me maybe two minutes to do all in all because I borrowed a template that was already on there. And so if you already know this post that you like and you think it'd work well for your business and you can make it work and tell a story, then you go for it. All I did was I took a whole bunch of different people who exercise in our gym and put exercises for everyone so that people know that this is a place where everyone feels comfortable exercising, not just what traditional gyms look like, which is a lot of like lean, jacked, toned people and not really too many other people that get showcased. I want to take a quick sidestep just to showcase. So um, anyone that knows I'm a super nerdy, passionate drummer, um, and I don't, I don't need to exemplify this, this at all per se, but um, I've grown my Instagram page for my drum account by 400 followers since the end of last summer, and I'm literally just messing around with things. I am only doing three different types of posts, and one of which is owned for my own review. I'm doing clips of me drumming, which is obvious because it's a drum, like my drum centric count. It's kind of my practice log. What I've been really doing though, which has been growing the most followership is because I am focused on talking about fitness for drummers and I have no product here. I literally just do this just for fun. While I'm working out, I might get a creative idea. Oh, oh that would be a cool exercise to help with drum hand technique. And I'll go on the floor and I'll do a video like this 
literally grab a plate and I talk about doing something. And then I come upstairs when I'm having my protein shake and I narrate it. The reason why I'm showing this is not because of what the content is. I'm trying to showcase how absolutely easy it is. It took me a couple seconds to film this video. I come up here and narrate it. And this one got 70 likes and I got a bunch of followers from it, right? Several of these have been way more infectious where I came up. So I was like, oh, I have an idea. And I talk about using a measuring tape. The reason why I show this is because you don't need to follow this drum account. It's not even important. But the, those two posts of consistent drumming that look the same and consistent messaging of, hey, you can use these exercises to improve your drumming, these fitness things that are a different angle. You know, I've, I've, my account's grown by 10% from there, which is super cool. Really, really interesting and very fun because I'm not even trying. The third type of post I did say, which we can talk about more, which actually I think we can talk about that another time, is collaborative posts where I'm interviewed on a podcast or something and then I post some stuff on that. That's been very helpful. In any event, don't worry about the drum thing. What I'm trying to show is it's very easy to make cool story-based content. Have an exercise, film yourself doing it. Go upstairs or go somewhere private where the sound's going to be okay and then narrate it. Hey, everybody, here's an incredible exercise you've ever struggled with back pain. I struggled with back pain and it sucked. But the stretches I tried didn't work. Here's an exercise I did. It's called the reverse deadlift. Da, 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 da. Takes you 25 seconds. You're done. You package it out there and it goes with all your client stories. Consistency for the win. I got nothing else I really want to add. I think um, the biggest thing for me, I guess the one last thing I'll add in here is uh, for context, we use our Instagram and our social media largely as a, a CV or a resume of the people that we work with and what we do. Our goal for our social media is not to grow it to tens of thousands of followers because we're not expecting to pull a lot of our leads and generate a lot of um, uh, a lot of new business by people who see our Instagram posts who are halfway across the world. That's not why we do that. We use our Instagram as a way to showcase to people who've heard about us and go to search us on the website what it is that we do and the kind of people that we help and how amazing the results are. So know that if your goal is to grow your one-to-one -one personal training in-person business, my opinion, it's fine if you disagree, the goal should be to showcase to people the amazing that work that you do and have lots of social proof that shows the uniqueness and the value of what you do and the amazing progress that your clients get by working with you. It should not be to get thousands of millions of followers. What I will say is using your insights, it will tell you if you're making content that is landing with people. I'm not expecting all of our content to get thousands and thousands of views, but I know that when we make videos, they get 17,000 shares, likes, or interactions. I know that this piece of content is working somehow. So I'm gonna go back and examine what about this piece of content worked and how can I replicate that success in future posts? When I make a reel or I make content and it doesn't get a lot of traction and people don't really care about it, I'm trying to figure out what didn't I do that I need to change in the next post to make things even better. That would be how I use the numbers and the insights in this case. That'd be the last piece of advice I'd want to leave people with. And I got one more thing. What's your pick of the week, Glenn? Oh, dang it. Dang it, dang it, <laughs> dang it, dang it. Hey, so if you're listening to this, I would say this. If you're listening to this, please go to our Facebook group, Fitness Pro Mentors. You can check us out on YouTube. And all the visuals that we were talking about referencing our Instagram page are there. And in case you haven't heard this before, our pick of the week is Glenn and I pick an item, a thing, or something that inspires us that we believe will help you, but it's been helping us in a big way. So I always jump on Glenn because... I like to surprise him. So what's your pick of the week? So I recently destroyed my laptop. Uh, I spilled <laughs> water on the keyboard and then I destroyed the touch screen. And it would have cost me six or $7 to repair it. I said, forget it, I'm gonna get myself a new laptop. 
So I actually invested in a new laptop and it is a gaming laptop. I like to game a little bit in my free time. But the reason I got the gaming laptop is because I do a lot of work uh, for the business outside of my house. I have a, a nice setup at home, the studio. You might have seen some of the other content that we create. However, I am mobile a lot. Either I go to Starbucks uh, sometimes on Saturday mornings to be in a different headspace or I want to give you know, my, my lovely significant other some time in the house by herself because we see each other a lot and everyone needs their own time. And so I like to have a high-powered computer that allows me to get a lot of the work that I want to get done. Power. Pardon? Power. Power. Um, so uh, a lot of what I do is going to be video editing. And so believe it or not, a gaming laptop is actually great for video editing and getting a lot of work done as a business computer because it has a lot of RAM and memory, which means it processes things a lot quicker. And if you're like me, where you want to do high-quality video editing and you want to be able to do that on the go, you want something with a de decent graphics card that allows you to render and have a nice, clean, crisp image on the screen. So I know that by having a game la gaming laptop, which is designed to work at high speeds, is designed to have really great graphics and designed to give me a really crisp picture, I know I can do really high-end video editing for the business and get work done really, really quickly because I've got a really great unit. I'm not a tech nerd by any means. However, if you are looking to do a lot of stuff on the go and you don't have a home laptop computer, I would say instead of investing in a lower end model that might be seven or $800, invest in something that's gonna last you a little bit longer, something that's $1,300 to $1,400 that does have a lot of processing power that will allow you to do some video editing, that will allow you to do your Zoom or online calls really crisply because it is an investment that pays off. I do do a fair amount of one-on-one -on -one consulting with people online and it goes a long way to be very professional and have a high-end piece of equipment that works well because how you do one thing is how you do everything and that's something that I got from Brandon. So if you're gonna be investing in a new piece of laptop or tech, I know it can be um, desirable, especially if you're trying to be frugal and save your money, which is smart too to get something that's a little bit lower end. Invest something that's gonna last you a couple more years. It's gonna allow you to get done what you wanna do because it will pay dividends in the future. Beautiful, man. I love it. Or you can get an Apple computer, but that's fine. Great, great as well, right? There's trade-offs. I like yeah. Windows, but that's a whole other conversation for another time. Go ahead. Sorry, Penny. Go ahead. Uh, so my pick of the week is deadlines. And I can't not... The more I was thinking about this today, I had a couple different ideas of things that have been important to me. But truthfully, if you're going to be doing anything, I mean, any project, anything, any hobby you have, I would encourage you to set a deadline for some sort of like high level performance and or test of yourself. So on this day, I'm going to like, just book it. Say, Diane, we're going to do a testimonial next Friday. And even if you don't know what you're going to do, you set that in your schedule. And now you've got this extra pressure of in the next 10 days, you have to figure out exactly how you're going to do that testimonial. Maybe you have a hobby. Maybe it's a, uh, I don't know anything with gaming or, but say you have a video idea. Uh, I was trying to think of a gaming deadline. Like what no, kind of yeah, it doesn't really exist. You're going to be level 100 by next Friday, right? It could, it could, yeah. But I think about this with arts, it's easy for drumming to like say, okay, I'm going to do a drum solo in this specific jazz setting by next Friday. Um, I'm going to do a presentation on post-activation potentiation next Saturday. These deadlines, whatever they are, whatever you're working towards, whatever you're working on right now, set a deadline so you push yourself to assess yourself. And try and do it in a way that there's some accountability where you tell your partner, or your spouse, a friend, hey, Glenn, I'm going to do this thing next Friday. Make sure I do it so that you're held accountable. Because truthfully, if you have a deadline or a test, you will do more things towards it. The real thing, I think the real magic is how can you strategically and magically create a deadline that pushes you outside of your comfort zone. The more you're going to be pushed out of your comfort zone, the faster and further you're going to go.
Pressure creates diamonds, Brandon. Pressure creates Pressure diamonds. Pressure creates diamonds. I always think about Ant-Man going in Thanos' butt and turning into a diamond. So anyway, <laughs> everyone, uh, thanks so much for listening to the episode. Fitness Pro Mentors, Mentorship List. If you're a personal trainer and you want to scale your business, uh, Glenn and I and Taylor, we do consulting to help people like you hit your big first 10K month or even bigger. We said someone hit a 20K month, which is crazy. But thanks so much for listening. Glenn, thanks for your time. And everyone who's listening to this, we'll see you real soon. Oh, was that a Reels joke? Was that a Reels? Reels. Instagram Reels. Okay, signing off. Bye, everybody. All right, goodbye, everybody. Dad joke city. Lovely. Cool. Lovely.